Our first reading this morning is from Lamentations. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. God's mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in God. The Lord is good to those who wait for God, to the soul that seeks the Lord. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord, for the Lord will never reject forever. Although God causes grief, the Lord will have compassion according to the abundance of God's steadfast love, for God does not willingly afflict or grieve anyone. The word of the Lord. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that's what we are. The reason the world does not know that know us is that it did not know Jesus. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know that this, Jesus is revealed. We will be like him, for we will see him as he is. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said to the disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. I feel very privileged to, be, to have been asked by the family to speak about Greta. It's good to see you all, and I hope this past week wasn't too harrowing for you. I know Greta would have been so worried about her family in San Antonio and Victoria. David first met Greta and Hank at St. Thomas in 1992 in September, and they welcomed him warmly. And when I came, to Houston in December of that year, he had already chosen that St. Thomas would be our place of worship. In these early days, the four of us had fun together um, uh, organizing the early foyers group, which is a dinner group, and uh, setting some rules. We exchanged stories about our travels and the places we had lived, and we found we had a lot in com common. As you know, Greta was a truly wonderful person. She was always active, loved to swim and walk. She was positive, someone to be trusted. And if you asked for advice, she gave it, but she never gossiped. She was also an avid reader, and David and she enjoyed many of the same kinds of books. She also lent me the books that her daughter Celia had written and I have enjoyed them immensely. Greta was also extremely talented. 
She was a quilter, as you can see, and she made the most beautiful quilts. We actually worked on the altar cloth together. She designed it and um, made it, and I volunteered to embroider the names. It wasn't a great idea, because my sewing skills left a lot to be desired. Many thanks to Gloria, who finished it off. Greta even managed to use her sewing machine in the last few weeks of her life to sew patches for Todd on his working clothes. I felt very privileged to be able to visit with Greta frequently over the last few months. Throughout her illness, she was stoic and never complained. I never knew how much pain she was in. I really looked forward to, uh, to spending my time with her, and we talked about our lives and the places we had lived and traveled, and more than anything else, our families. She told me that her father actually went to university and got a degree after he retired. I probably know more about you all than you would wish to know, but she was so grateful to you all for taking care of her and making the good decisions for her in the last few months. She loved you all dearly. Greta was a truly special person and a wonderful friend, and I miss her dearly. The Bible really is an anchor, isn't it? <laughs> you know, outside of here, we say a life well lived, and, and that's appropriate. Inside of here, we say, well done, good and faithful servant. And I think in this case, we say, cloth of life well quilted cloth of life, well quilted. And you'll see those on display and there's a lot about that. I got a quilting lesson one time. <laughs> it's not for me. You have to be patient. You have to have perseverance. You have to be mature. <laughs> and you have to be faithful for these things to turn out right. And that's who we're gathered together to say, Jesus, Lamb of God, take our sister Greta into your arms. We're here to offer her into God's arms today. Somebody who not only quilted the fabric of our church, but quilted the fabric of our lives with her perseverance, her maturity, her faithfulness. And it's difficult because the task we have before us is to say, God, we are going to miss seeing new stitches every day from Greta's own hand. And the task before us is to say, God, we're going to continue the stitches Greta has made in each other's lives. Whether we're good at it or not, that's what we're going to do. And the difficult task for us always difficult, is to uphold the claim of our faith that in the Lord life is not ended, but changed. And that even though we will not see Greta any longer in front of us, 
the stitches she's made in our hearts will never go away and that we can continue to quilt with Greta, with and for each other. I'm going to ask you to do that difficult work of commending Greta into the arms of Christ, the Good Shepherd. I'm going to ask you to do that now as we stand and pray together a series of prayers.